Hello. Welcome to Stop Being Overwhelmed, Five Simple Steps to Coach Yourself. I'm so glad that you all are here, and I'm so excited to just dive into this topic. I was thinking about you all and thinking about myself when I first learned about this work and just thinking about, about that journey and the transformation and what I'm about to share with you will change your life. Okay. So I cannot wait to share it with you. You, if you would just give me a thumbs up, I want to make sure that you can hear me. So just in the chat or the Q and a, whatever you see there to give me a thumbs up. Okay. Great. So as we are getting into this content, I just want to make sure, first of all, that you're in the right place. So you're in the right place if you're fed up with being overwhelmed, if you are willing to start taking a new action, if you are have willingness, okay? If you have a desire to take back control over your life. So if any of those are you and you're a woman, and I know sometimes guys sneak into, and that's okay, because you get a lot of content out of this as well. But if that is you, you're in the right place. Okay. So I'm going to tell you exactly what we're going to cover today. I really like to make the best usage of our time and to not waste anyone's time. And so I'm going to tell you exactly what we're going to cover today. So I'm going to tell you a bit about my story and what this work of coaching, of um, how to stop being overwhelmed, what that's done for me in my life and what it continues to do. I'm also going to tell you exactly why you're feeling overwhelmed and how all feelings are created. And then I'm going to tell you the five steps to coach yourself to stop feeling overwhelmed and start feeling more peaceful and free. If you're ready for that, just take a nice breath and feel a little peace, a little freedom right now. Okay. So a bit of housekeeping, save your questions until the end, because we will have Q and a time. Don't worry about continuing this and how you can work with me. I will tell you that after the masterclass and there will be a replay available. Also, if you don't have your journal handy, it's okay. Just take screenshots. Screenshots are really helpful to be able to look back to if you don't have your journal handy. Okay. So let's start with my story a bit. I know that several of you here know me, know my work, are clients of mine, and also some of you don't know me and you are brand new to me. So I'm Selena Kipnis. I am a certified life coach. I am a yoga teacher. I run a yoga studio. I am a mother. I homeschool my children. Um, I really love living a holistic life with purpose and connection and fun. I like to have fun and play, and you'll see that in this webinar. So um, I had been running my business and living what I felt, you know, to be a pretty good life, feeling pretty strong, feeling in control of my thoughts, you know, for the most part. And then, you know, that thing COVID that happened. So COVID 
arrived and the first like month, you know, I think we all for a while felt like we were on vacation and I was like, this is awesome. So much time to like enjoy, you know, I mean, it was also terrible, of course, but there was this nice time to just be able to relax. Then as we started building a new yoga studio, my husband was gone most of the day. I was at home with my six month old. And I think she was three at the time with those two. And then I had this, like, all of a sudden I just felt terrible. And I was like, something isn't right. Like, I just feel like something is wrong with me. And then I realized, oh, I am late on my cycle. Like, am I maybe pregnant? And I went, and I'll tell you a little bit about this because I know those of you who have taken pregnancy tests in like random places. Okay. So I went kind of like feeling in a panic, like something's wrong. Am I pregnant again? To the closest store, which was the Dollar General. I picked up a test. I took my daughters to the local park while they were playing. I went into the porter potty. I took that test. It was positive, And I just like felt like I was going to pass out. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm pregnant. And I had all these emotions. I didn't, I didn't know what was happening and I felt like out of control. And so I went through this journey of like realizing, you know, how those hormones were affecting me and, and what prenatal depression is, but also realizing how my own thoughts were affecting and contributing to my depression. So on this pursuit of just getting mentally healthy again, I came across coaching and it was really after I had already done quite a bit of work and I was feeling better. But if any of you have experienced a time when you kind of felt out of control and, you know, mentally and in your life, I, anytime I would start to feel sad, I would be scared. And I was like, am I like, am I falling in again? Like, am I going to be depressed again? So I Googled what to do when you're on your edge, right? That's what we do, right? We go straight to Google. And I came across coaching and all these tools and I started diving into it and it was so helpful. And then I hired my own coach and just changed my life so much, not only feeling mentally strong and healthy again, but transforming my entire life, my relationships, my relationship with my mom had forever been just like one of the hardest relationships for me. And I learned how to take control over what I have control over. And I completely changed that relationship. And now I enjoy hanging out with my mom and I have healthy boundaries, not just in that relationship, but in other relationships where I felt like I should be a certain way, right? If they're my family, I should be a certain way. And so I learned how to create boundaries and to feel okay with the boundaries, not like I'm a bad person for setting them, but how to love who I am and like myself and respect my boundaries. And then I also really, you know, everything happens for a reason. And when I look back now, it makes so much sense, but now I use coaching and I still get coached and I will always get coached because I believe in it so much. And now it's like into the thriving part, right? Sometimes we get stuck and we get overwhelmed. And I'm going to tell you the tools that are going to help you get from overwhelmed to feeling more in control and just not being stuck and not feeling that burden. But then there's this whole next part where you start to create results in your life that like 
shock you. You're like, I can't believe it. Like, I'm so proud of myself. And it just, we can continue to keep breaking through what we think is possible for us. So that's why I was excited to get on this call with you all who may know a bit about coaching and you may have experienced, some of you are my clients, but there's always this next layer, right? We're never done. And it's like a canvas. Our life is this canvas of, hmm, what do I want to put on the canvas today or this year, right? It becomes more playful and more enjoyable with that strength of feeling unshakable when life does get crazy and there are circumstances that are hard to deal with. So for each of you, you're here for a reason, right? You didn't just come onto this call because somebody like forced you to, you're here because you're attracted to your own growth and whatever that like peeling the next layer back looks like for you. So I'm going to tell you kind of about why you feel, why we feel, how all feelings are created. And so all things are created based on science. They start in our brain. Now, I being a yogi, practicing yoga, I have found another piece of research that there's only one study, but I love it because it shows that when we have a certain, they use like visual, you know, pictures and different things and they hooked everybody up and they were monitoring things. So the heart rate was the first thing to shift. There was some kind of stimulus and the heart would either increase or decrease. It would change slightly, just nanoseconds, if that's the right word or milliseconds, whatever, less than a second. Then the activity went to the brain. So I definitely like to cultivate that heart connection, which is like our soul is residing here in our heart, right? And then that affects our heart, right? So we see the stimulus, there's something happening in our heart, and then we go to our brain. What we think then affects our nerves in our body, sensations in our body, and that triggers an emotion, now, human um, behavior is driven off emotion. So how we feel then creates our action. And what we do, our actions that we do in our life, this creates our results. Okay. So when we are feeling on default, when we're not aware that we can have any control over our thoughts or our emotions, this is de living on default right? It's like, there's some trigger. Someone slams a door when we are, we have all this, you know, neurological wiring from past experiences, from beliefs, from all the people around us who can be influencing our brain. And so just on default, we might be like that person slammed the door. They they're mad at me. They hate me, whatever the thing is. Right. And then when we're thinking they're mad at us, we can start to have a reaction. Maybe we start to feel anxious or worried or even angry. You know, so many things depending on you will come up from that. And then if you're feeling angry, you might go after them and like, how dare you slam the door on me? Right now, when we're thinking and that's in the reptilian brain, that's like, am I safe? Is there a threat? How can I use the least amount of effort right now? Because the brain is amazing. It wants to be efficient, right? But sometimes it doesn't serve us in 2024 when we're no longer using that reptilian brain to for survival, right? It's not to hunt for food and to procreate and all of this stuff. We have that so easily now. So now we need to use the brain more intentionally. 
So when we're on default, it's like reptilian brain. Like, how do I feel? Do I, do I need to avoid pain? Do I need to fight? Like, what do I need to do coming from that survival brain? When we use our prefrontal cortex, that's in the neocortex, the new part of the brain, we can deliberately choose how we want to think and feel and what we want to do, right? So when we're like, okay, he closed the door. I don't know why I'm saying it's a him. It could be a she. I don't want to be like sexist, <laughs> but if it's a guy who closes the door, I'm just assuming you're no partners and husbands, but let's say, you know, guy or girl closing the door and we can decide to pause for a minute. We can notice the sensation of in my body right now, I feel maybe like unsafe. I don't know what's happening. Okay. We acknowledge that's there. And then we get to decide when we're doing it deliberately, right? Of how do I want to respond? What do I want my result to be here? And maybe you want to take space and then you want to go later once everything is calmed down to communicate with that person, to tell that person that that's not okay for them to close the door on you or whatever the thing is. Okay. So I'm going to give you some examples so that this can sink in a little bit. Now I'm giving you a few years of things that I have learned and applied and that I coach my clients on. So don't worry if you don't get it all, just know you're not going to get it all. And just kind of take like the low hanging fruit, the things that resonate with you that you can like start to have some transformation today with. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example of a circumstance. Okay. And as we're using this theme of overwhelm, I'm going to bring circumstances that could trigger overwhelm. This is a pretty common feeling in our society today of feeling overwhelmed and anxious, right? So circumstances are the factual things that are happening that maybe we can control or maybe we can't control, but they're factual. They don't have any of our judgment or perception in them. So for example, our circumstance could be that we have a laundry basket that's full, that we have 28 unread emails, that we have a proposal due tomorrow and that your, your daughter has dance class in one hour. Okay. So when we're saying it factual, we say it like, you know, factual. Now, probably if that was happening, you're not going to just naturally say it like that. And as you're noticing, you're kind of like, okay, the laundry basket's full. I have 28 unread emails. I have a proposal due tomorrow. And there's my daughter standing in her tights. And I just, it's too much, right? Like I just cannot do it all. It's just overwhelming. And when we start to think about like, I cannot do all this, I can't handle all of this. And we feel overwhelmed. That's going to trigger our action, right? That drives our action. So when we're feeling like that, think of it for you and just think, what do you do when you're feeling overwhelmed and you're like thinking about all these things that you have to do? Now let's use an, as an example, in this case, you may continue to think about it and you sit down on the couch and you grab a cookie and a glass of wine. And you're like, I, I just cannot do it all. Like I'm just quitting today. Right. We've all done something like that at some point. And then the result of that is that nothing gets done. Right. We sit down, there's our daughter in tights, all these things, and nothing gets done. And we feel better for a little bit. When we are choosing a different thought, so say it's the same circumstance, the laundry, the emails, the proposal, the ballet, 
And we choose a thought. We think, okay, what do I really want to happen? Well, I really want to get some of this stuff done. I want to feel better. I want to feel more in control. So in order to do that, I need to think and believe that I can do it. Right. So when we're thinking, okay, there's a lot to do and I can do it. Then for me, and you can kind of check in, you close your eyes and you notice when you are believing I can do it, how do you feel? And I feel powerful, strong, right? And when I'm feeling powerful, my action is that, first of all, I'm going to take my daughter to ballet, right? Because she's there ready. It's like, okay, let's take a step. We're going to get in the car. We're going to go to ballet. Then I'm going to write down all of these things I'm thinking about that I need to do. Then I'm going to start to schedule them. And then, oh, look, we're only 15 minutes into the ballet class. I still have 15 more minutes. I'm going to start on my proposal. So my results are totally different. Now, instead of laying on the couch, drinking wine and eating cookies with my daughter crying because she missed another class, my daughter has gone to ballet. We have come home. I have gotten things scheduled and I have gotten started on my proposal. So do you see why I'm passionate about this? They're two different lives. This me is like overwhelmed, quitting, over drinking, overeating. This me is like getting stuff done and feeling purposeful and feeling strong and powerful. I'm going to give you another example. Okay. So let's say the circumstance, this factual thing is that your mom fell and she's in the hospital. Okay. So maybe like that default thinking is like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe that she fell and I'm so worried about her. And this is the second time that she's fallen, but now I need to take care of her and I need to take her meals and I need to take care of her dog. And I have all my responsibilities at home as well. And then it's this feeling of overwhelm again, right? Like here it is like the overwhelm. And then when you're feeling overwhelmed in this circumstance, you might just keep thinking about how hard it is to take care of your mom and like all these responsibilities. Right. And it's that cycle of staying in your head, thinking about it, thinking about it, worrying, worrying. And it's like, you just can't get out of your head. And the result is that feeling overwhelmed with the thoughts and the responsibilities, and this general belief of like, life is hard. Like life is freaking hard right now. Like I can't do all this. I'm good at telling you that because I've done it before. I've practiced these thoughts before. <laughs> I'm not an actress, but I've practiced these thoughts before. So now if we have the same circumstance and we think for a minute, we're like, okay, I can actually choose what to think and what to feel about it. I have control here. So when I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, what I really want is I, I want some support. Like I can help my mom some, but I can't do it all. So I need some support so that I can show up to support her, but I can show up to support myself as well as my family. Right? So what do I need to do in order to think that? Okay. I need to believe that it's okay to get help and that I can get help. And when I'm believing it's okay and that I can get help and I know that I can do it, I feel confident. And when I'm feeling confident, which is generating the action, then I'm going to take massive action. I'm going to call caregivers. I'm going to text every single family member that I know, and I'm going to ask them if they can help for two hours at a time. And then my result 
is that I have a third of the hours covered. So somebody's with my mom a third of the time and I'm like, okay, I can do, that's more doable. I would like it to be half the time, but I have a start here. I already have a third of the time covered. I'm going to keep working to get a half the time covered. Do you see again? It's like com two completely different life experiences. So this is how we try to fix feeling overwhelmed. We try to fix feeling overwhelmed by avoiding it. It's all too much, right? And it's like that sitting down, eating a cookie. That is the overindulging part, right? And this can show up in many ways. It's like all of this is too much. Like work was crazy today. And so we sit down and we're like, you know what? I deserve it. I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to have an extra glass of wine and I'm going to have all the cheese and I'm going to have all the things, right? Because I deserve it. And sometimes that is with food and alcohol and sweets. And sometimes it's with other things like sex, porn, shopping, right? I'm going to go buy myself all of this stuff right now on Amazon, or I'm going to like book this expensive vacation or something because it helps me to feel better, right? I get the dopamine when I buy myself something or when I eat something. And so I feel better for, for a little bit. Okay. Avoidance. So social media, TV, Pinterest, I have all these things to do, but instead of facing the challenge, getting to work, planning it out instead, I'm scrolling on social media and it's like, let me see what they're doing. Oh, okay. Let me look over here on Pinterest. And this is like one of the biggest, I think culprits to overwhelm because it's that sucking in the dopamine. It feels more comfortable to avoid it instead of facing the challenge, running away, fixing, feeling overwhelmed by running away. That is going on a vacation, right? Of like, okay, it's all just, this conversation is just too much for me. Like I have to leave. Now that is not always a bad thing. If the emotions are very high and you feel like it's volatile or something, it is good to step, let everything calm down. But a lot of times it's not done in an intentional way. Like, look, everybody's like flaming right now, freaking out. Let's pause. Let's talk about it in 30 minutes and come back and actually talk about it. A lot of times it's like, I can't deal with this. There's a storming out and then there's never peace made. Sometimes you come back together and it's like, it's superficial, but all that stuff, all that overwhelm is still just in there. And it's waiting for a little trigger to explode distancing self or hiding, right? So in the example of like your mom's in the hospital, some people are like, I'm so overwhelmed and I just can't do it. And these are like the siblings that you get mad at because they don't show up. And it's like, why am I the only one doing it? Because they can't deal with the overwhelm. They don't know how to believe in themselves. So they hide or they quit. And then everybody else needs to come in and, and help where they could be helping, right? Quitting not showing up, canceling things, very similar to the running away. Okay. So this is how we on default, try to fix the being overwhelmed. Okay. I'm going to tell you why this doesn't work. It doesn't work to, you know, go into those indulgences and those instant gratifications of overindulging because that is temporary. We all know you spend some time on social media and then you're like, okay, I've just wasted two hours of my life and I, my house is a mess and I feel terrible being in a messy house. 
or we, you know, over drink or we over shop. And then we still have like whatever that challenge is to deal with the relationship with our partner or our spouse. And we've over shopped. So we've just spent a bunch of money and maybe racked up some debt to feel good for five minutes. But now we still have this problem, right? We get some dopamine, but then we still have this problem. And a lot of times we end up with a secondary problem because not only do I have that first challenge of the relationship with my partner or spouse, but now I have all this debt or now I've gotten used to drinking every single night, which is costing me a lot of money and I'm gaining weight and I'm feeling like crap in the morning. It doesn't deal with or solve the challenge, right? None of these temporary things that we do to try to fix it, none of it saves, uh, none of it fixes or solves the challenge. When you come back from trying to escape through social media, vacation, et cetera, nothing has changed. We still need to deal with the thing that is triggering overwhelm. Now, I also really think that it can be helpful to pace yourself with facing the overwhelm and facing the challenge. It does not mean you have to be all or nothing, okay? We wanna find balance. So sometimes it is nice to give ourselves a break. I coach people in grief sometimes, right? They want a break occasionally from the grief. Sometimes it's like, okay, I wanna feel it. I don't wanna avoid. And also I just wanna break. Today, I wanna feel kind of normal. And when we go into it, deliberately and intentionally, it's very different because when I deliberately and intentionally want to break from grief, I'm going to plan to go for a walk in nature to see my girlfriends and tell them, look, I don't want to talk about my grief right now. I just want to feel normal and have fun. It's very different than trying to escape through alcohol or shopping or overeating. Okay. So I've told you the problem, right? What creates the overwhelm is our thinking, what we do to try to fix it. And now I'm going to tell you the solution, like what the solution to overwhelm actually is. Okay. So first of all, awareness and acceptance. First of all, we have to have the awareness of what I just demonstrated, that our thoughts trigger our feelings that drive our actions and create our results. Most of us never learned that in school, right? I didn't learn it until a few years ago. So when we don't have awareness of that, it's really hard to change it because we feel like we think that life is just happening to us. We think this is just who I am, right? This is who I am. I've always been triggered and gotten angry easily. I can't change it. So first of all, we have to have the awareness that we can change it of what is happening, even of our, our thoughts and our feelings. Sometimes when we start this, you can tend to either be more of a thinker, I think, or a feeler. I was definitely more of a feeler. So when I started to try to even notice what I was thinking, I was like, I can't find it. Like I can feel like I know when I feel angry, but I don't know the thoughts that are triggering it. And others of you know your thoughts, but you're not able to feel them. So having the awareness of how to do this, of what's happening combined with acceptance is really important because another thing is people will, once they notice and they have the awareness, they're like, oh gosh, like I have anger or I have so much judgment and then they feel bad about themselves. So we don't want to do that. 
we want to accept ourselves that we are human, that all the emotions are here for a reason. So you're not a bad person if you feel irritable or if you feel rage or sad, like you're not a bad human. Having the acceptance is really important that it's there for a reason and it has something to teach you. So once we go through that whole period of like having the awareness and then accepting what's happening in our brain, in our body, in our emotions, in our actions, how we're showing up, accepting where we currently are in life, whether you feel like you're completely stuck or like you're doing okay, but you feel kind of like mediocre, like, meh, is this like all there is to life? So then the second part of the solution is deciding. Once we see, right, we saw those examples of the two different lives. Okay, when I believe I can't get this stuff done, when I have all these things to do, I actually create a totally different life and result than when it, I feel like it's all too much and I sit down on the couch and eat a cookie and drink wine. So when we go into that decision-making part of like, okay, well, how do I want to show up? How do I want my decision-making identity to be in becoming a master decision-maker? This is the, the solution because our entire life right now, you being on this call, like you had to decide to show up, to watch this, to be present. Everything in our life is because of a decision that we've made. What you're wearing right now, wherever you're sitting, your car, your house, if you're married, if you're not, right? Like all of this is a decision. And then taking massive action. So it's like, okay, I have this desire. I want to do this. This is my decision. Then we need to take the massive action. We can't just repeat a mantra and be like, okay, I'm going to become a hairdresser. I'm going to become a hairdresser. We just believe it. You know, we have to actually take action and take the steps to create whatever it is that we want, right? Being more peaceful, right? I have a client that's like what her focus is to be more peaceful, to create more peace in her life. She's not going to be more peaceful just thinking, okay, I should be more peaceful. I want to be more peaceful. She has to intentionally set aside time to journal, to walk, to appreciate life, to do the things that create a feeling of peace for her. And then being consistent. When we decide to do something new, right, we have this, this brain with this reptilian survival part that wants to keep us safe and safe for our brain means doing what we've always done. That's why whenever we want to do something new, it feels so scary and we feel like terrified to do it. Right. So as soon as you're like, okay, it's scary, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and step out and try to achieve whatever the goal is that you want to achieve. Then as soon as challenge comes, what unfortunately happens to most people is they like run back into the cave. They run back into safety and they're like, oh, that's my evidence. See, it didn't work out. See, I wanted to start that nonprofit and it's failing. And so now I'm going to give up or see, I wanted to lose weight and I've gained a pound, right? I don't know why it always happens like that, but it's like, okay, now I've gained a pound. So instead of just giving up at the first sign of challenge and making that challenge mean that you're a failure, the solution is to be consistent and to just decide, like, I'm not quitting. I refuse to give up. I don't care if I gain a pound and lose it 10 times, I'm going to figure out how to keep the weight off. Okay. So why this works, why these solutions work. Awareness and acceptance equal power. 
You no longer feel out of control. You understand how your thoughts, feelings, and results are created. Now, when I did not know this work and I had, you know, all this like overwhelm happening in my mind, and especially when I was depressed, I felt out of control because I didn't know that I had any control over the feelings and the sensations in my body. So now, like when you know that, and when you practice it and you don't just have an intellectual understanding, right? Because when we first do it, we're like, okay, we kind of understand the concept, but then we need to really embody it and to live it. And there's phases, right? Until we really embody it. And we're like, oh my gosh, I get it now. And when we get it, this is the power of knowing and understanding how we create everything, how we create the feeling, how we create the action, how we create a specific result in our life. Deciding works. Now you get to decide what you want. You get to use your greatest human gift of free will to create the life you desire. There's so many people walking around feeling cursed by free will, feeling like decision-making is such a burden. And I want to get all of you from that place to being like, I love that I get to make the decisions. I have this blank canvas of my life. I get to paint whatever I want. Oh, there's a challenge. Okay. What do I want to do with this challenge? And that freedom, that power of being able to think on purpose, to feel on purpose. Oh, I want to, I'm feeling lazy. Like yesterday I was feeling lazy. I, I, I sat down for a minute in my bed, the worst, don't sit down in your bed. I was like, I'm just going to sit down. And then I was like, is this really what I want to do right now? Because I really want to be present with my daughters and I really want to clean the house. And so I said, okay, what do I need to feel in order to do that? I need to feel strong. I need to feel powerful. So how am I going to do that? I'm going to need to think, okay, let's do it and get up out of bed, right? So when we know that we can do that and we can decide, life becomes so much more fun and playful. Massive action. Chanting mantras without action doesn't work. This brings you desire. This brings your desires, intentions, and dreams into the material world. So when we're thinking, right, we have to actually bring it from here, which is kind of like the spiritual world of like, okay, a desire, a calling, something is happening. We have to actually take action and do something about it. If yesterday I just kept thinking about how I want to be present with my daughters, how I want to clean the house, it wouldn't have happened, right? I needed to get up, to stand up and start moving around. Consistency. Challenge is guaranteed for all of us, whether or not you accepted the call of your desire, of the dream that you have, whether it is something intangible like peace or something tangible like to earn more money. Whatever it is that you want to do, you're going to have challenge in that path. But guess what? You're going to have challenge in life anyways. It is part of being human is to have challenge. And I think that it is a gift because every single one of you who I've coached who have been through challenge and now you're on the other side of the challenge, you're like, I'm so glad that happened to me. Like I would not be the person who I am today if it wasn't for that. So we always grow through challenge. We only feel accomplished when we face challenge. We never feel accomplished and proud of ourselves when it was easy. And think about that. Like, have you ever felt that sense of accomplishment if it was easy? No, because we're like, it, it wasn't even challenging. It just like fell into my lap, right? So challenge is a gift. 
And this is when we decide to commit and never give up. And that's when you feel free, powerful, and resilient. Instead of every time you fall down, you're like, I'm just going to stay down. I quit. It's like, no, I'm going to get up. Oh, fell down again. I'm going to get up. Oh, again, I'm going to get up. I'm resilient. And then you create that identity for yourself of being resilient. How are you guys doing? Take a breath. Take a drink of water. Okay. So these are the necessary skills in order to create those results, in order to have that solution that I just talked about. These are the skills that you need. You need thought awareness to be able to actually observe your thoughts, how to do that, how to practice it. You need acceptance and self-confidence. Acceptance is a practice. It's a skill that you have to continuously practice in order to truly feel acceptance of yourself and of others. Self-confidence. Again, a lot of people think you're born confident or not. It is not true. I have seen clients go from really not having confidence or self-esteem to practicing it, to focusing on how they are enough already, what they are strong in, what they love about themselves and standing up taller, showing up to life in a more confident way. Confidence, self-confidence just means that you believe in yourself, that you believe in yourself to figure anything out. You believe in yourself to get it done. Awareness of feelings that being able to actually tune into the body and the sensations, right? Instead of like staying up here in our head and thinking of like, okay, what am I actually feeling right now? Oh, I feel anxious, right? And usually I wanna run away from anxiety because it's so scary to me. But if I just sit down and I'm like, what does it feel like? Okay, my heart is racing. I feel like my belly is clenching. And then I just notice and it's like, okay, I can feel that emotion. Like I'm strong enough to feel it. I don't have to run away from it by whatever you do to run away from it, right? Alcohol, eating, whatever the thing is, avoidance. So it's building that emotional resilience to, to feel any emotion. Remember everything that we do, it's because we want to feel an emotion or to avoid an emotion. Decision-making. Thinking and feeling on purpose, this is a skill. A lot of people are walking around right now feeling like they're not a good decision maker, believing that they need to think months to make a decision. And being an efficient decision maker is a skill. It's about an identity, how you want to be as a decision maker. And you need to have the self-confidence and belief in yourself to be an efficient decision maker. Doing hard things. This skill is like building a muscle right? You, you do it. Then you kind of like tear down the muscle fibers. You let it rest. The muscle gets bigger and then you can start to lift more weight and more weight and more weight. And the, it's the exact same thing with doing hard things. The first time that you do something that feels a little bit hard and then it's like, oh gosh, this is like so out of my comfort zone, but you do it. And then you've like started to build that muscle. You just start to do harder and harder things where you're like, wow, I like did it and I actually was able to complete the thing or to accomplish it. Okay. Now these skills, what they really create is freedom. Yes. They create you achieving any result that you want, whether it's to lose weight or to feel peaceful or to create that business. 
you use your mind to create all of that stuff. But once you've done that and with these skills, the real thing that I love is feeling free, feeling like it doesn't matter what happens in the world. Like no one can take my mind away from me. No one. So even if stuff is crazy, like I get to choose what I want to think and feel and do. So it creates freedom. It creates peace. It creates the life that you want, right? Like I want, I had a desire for a forest school for my daughters to go to. There was no forest school. Had I not been in coaching and getting coaching, I would have never created a forest school because I would, you know, before I was like, that's too much work. Like it's too hard. And when I started to see, oh, actually it's only hard in my head. Like, what if I believe I can do it? Then I actually did it. Right. So it's creating the life you want. Now, when I look at my life, I'm like, I love my life. Like I have everything that I could possibly want. And the only way you're going to create that type of feeling is intentionally empowerment, feeling strong, powerful, and ability to face any challenge. So it's that thing of, you know, I have had many challenges in my life, even recently in the past couple of years. And when, so it doesn't mean that I don't face challenge. I do, you do, we will all face challenge, but I have this belief now that I can face the challenge. Even when they come, like I can feel any emotion. I can feel grief. I can feel like a failure. I can feel overwhelmed. I can feel all the things and I will be okay. So I don't need to avoid it. I don't need to avoid life or run from life or hide because I'm scared. I get to like stand up straight and go into the world and go into my life and create the life that I want without fear. Okay. So this is the masterclass. Okay. I'm going to get into some next points after I take another drink. I'm going to tell you now how you can continue working on this with me. And then we're going to get into Q and A's. Okay. Cause I know some of you are like, okay, yes, but how do I do this? And how can I work with you? And now what? So I run two masterminds and masterminds are a group container where women come together and we do this work. So we're really mastering our minds. We come with what everyone chooses one goal to focus on and everything is done very intentionally. So the reason why it's one goal is because if right now you told me I want to lose five pounds, I want to stop over drinking, and I want to leave my career, and I want to find a husband, this is going to create a state of confusion in your mind, and you're not going to do any of them. You will ultimately fail at all of them because it's an easy way to get into confusion, and a confused mind never achieves what you want to achieve. So we pick one goal during the six-month mastermind. And we focus on the skills of awareness and acceptance, becoming a master decision maker, taking massive purposeful action. So it's not just any action, crazy sporadic action, like a chicken with your head cut off. We want to be peaceful, empowered women, right? We want to take time for all the parts of ourselves and live a balanced, fulfilled life. So we take intentional and purposeful, massive action. And then we focus on being consistent in all the seasons of life when it feels really easy. And also when it feels hard and you want to quit, 
Okay. So we're working on achieving that goal and learning how to create any results, learning how to master your mind for that peace and freedom that you can experience once you've mastered it. This is a skill that once you have it, no one can take it away from you. Okay. It's yours forever. So what you get in the mastermind is you get member portal access. You get access immediately after acceptance. So you could start actually this week in the mastermind and you would get several months ahead to go into the portal before the live event even takes place in July. So I'm gonna tell you some of the things in the portal. So you get the education piece, right? To create the life that you love. You get the four-step process and philosophy, which includes awareness and acceptance method, master decision maker, taking massive action plan and consistency through all seasons. And you can use this to be get, to get started right now. People who get into the portal, like before the last live event, they were like, I'm already like making stuff happen. I already feel so much better just with the videos. So you can already start like getting a lot done just with access to the videos. You also get attendance to the kickoff event. We just had the one for the January mastermind because we do it every six months. And it is just such an amazing atmosphere of togetherness, of support, of vulnerability. Like what women were saying after the event, they were like, you know, this is invaluable. Like, this is just so powerful. This work, I feel so supported. I don't feel alone anymore. I know exactly what to do now. I'm so much clearer on my next steps. So in that event, you learn the skills, right? So we are going to learn all the skills that you need so that over the six months together, we're focused on application. This is the main thing that we're missing in our society right now. There's all this content and all this information. Everybody knows how to lose weight, right? But they're not doing it because they don't know how to apply it. They don't know how to master their mind around it. So you leave the live event feeling filled up and you're with the tools, the education, and also like spiritually and mentally and emotionally, because we nourish like the whole person in that event. I am a yoga teacher, so I cannot just have you guys like sitting and lecturing to you from nine to four nonstop. Like we get up, we move, we have minutes of silence, of breath work, of interaction, right? So we keep it dynamic because the event does require you to push your boundaries of being able to like take in more information and communicate and express what's going on within you in your small groups. Okay. So bi-weekly group coaching for six months. So bi-weekly we get on a zoom call, we see each other. You can raise your hands for coaching. And this, the best part of this is getting to learn from each other when we're in our own river of misery, it's really hard to see like what our problem is, like what's going on. But when we see someone else going through something similar, we're like, oh, like I'm doing that same thing. And then it also allows us to learn from them, right? Also like in advance, sometimes, you know, someone else may be at a different season doing something that you haven't gotten to yet. And then when you're confronted with like wanting to fail or quit or whatever the thing is, and you have seen one of your sisters in the group go through that, you're like, I know exactly what to do now because she demonstrated that for me. So you get to learn from each other's successes as well as each other's failures. You also get two 
uh, two coaching calls a month, one-on-one with a certified coach, which most of the time it's me, right? So you get those calls in order to really focus on strategy because the strategy, if you're trying to lose weight, it's going to be different than if you're trying to be more peaceful or start a business or whatever the thing is. So that gives you an opportunity to just have all the focus on you twice a month and one-on-one calls. Okay. Now the investment for the six month, the entire mastermind, the portal, the attendance to the live event, the bi-weekly coaching and the one-on-one coaching is $5,000. Now I know that there are probably two groups of you. There are the ones who are like, absolutely. Like that's such a good deal. Like I'm ready. Everything you're saying resonates. I'm just ready to like start feeling that freedom and get into the portal. And then the other group of you are you're like me when I first started getting into coaching and I was like, Oh my gosh, like that's a lot of money. (laughs) And what I want to tell you all, what I want to offer is that it's very normal to think that because we are raised in a society that focuses on material things, right? So what I've heard from people, what, you know, my tendency was also to go to is like, you start to compare like, okay, $5,000. Like I could, you know, pay for part of my car with that. I could pay for a vacation with that. And we start thinking in either or thinking. So first of all, you'll learn in coaching that you don't necessarily have to choose. If you really want the vacation and the coaching, there's probably a way to figure out how to do both, whether it means budgeting better or earning more money. So there's probably a way to do both. And also they're not even on the same playing grounds. Okay. You can be in that newer car and after that, you know, 30 minutes that you've had it, or maybe it lasts for a month where you feel like, oh, I'm I'm happy. I've got that dopamine. Guess what? You're going to be driving in that same car with the same thinking, the same mindset that you have right now. It's not even on the same playing field, or you can be in your same car with this newer mindset that is more in control and like, oh, I can just choose to love the car that I'm in right now. Oh, I can just choose to not care what other people think about me driving my 2005 Toyota Camry. I can just love it because I love it. And I can start to wash it more and take care of it because guess what? Now I know how to create results. Now I know how to master my mind. Now I know how to feel on purpose. And I wanna feel awesome in my car. So I'm gonna create these little touches. And then once, you know how I said, like this is the investment no one can take away from you. Like that that car is eventually gonna get rusty. It's going to go into some dump somewhere, but your brain for the rest of your life, you will have these skills and no one can take them away from you. So whether it's about thriving more, creating your dreams more, or if like life is crazy, which it is kind of crazy, right? Our world is kind of crazy. So who knows what else is going to happen, but we don't have to be fearful because we know we can control our mind and how we feel. Okay. So I believe in you. I don't want you to not do this because you're scared. If you feel a calling to do this and you feel like an attraction, you are going to have to step out in faith and believe that you can get the results that you want. And that's really what took me over the edge to invest in myself, like more than I had ever done before, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I get a return on my investment. I'm going to make sure that I feel better, that I do all the work. Okay. So I believe in you. If you believe in yourself at least a little bit, you can do it too.
I'm going to create the belief for you for the rest. Terms. As far as requirements in order to be in this mastermind, the thing that I look for in all the programs that I do, I look for willingness, a willingness to go all in, to be open and coachable, right? It's like that thing of like willing to try new things, to think in different ways, to explore. So if you feel like that, like, I'm just ready. Like I'm fed up with what was happening before, or I'm just so compelled to create more for myself and you feel all in. That's the main thing that I'm going to be looking for in the application. So right now in your email, if you registered, you have the application. Now you're going to get to apply before anyone else. Early enrollment opens next week. But if you're watching this, you're going to get to apply now. You have the link in your email. And I will also tell you, actually, do I have the website? I'll try to get the website to tell you in case you don't have it. That way you can apply. But before you go there, I want to tell you one thing first. I'm going to give you a bonus because I was just, I was thinking about you all. I always like to over deliver. I always like to give more, but I was also thinking of, um, what did I write down today? I was thinking of just being excited. Oh yes. I was thinking about, you know, me being in the position where some of you are and just having that like deep care because I feel you, like, I know where you are, whether you feel stuck or whether you feel like everything's pretty okay, but like kind of mediocre. And so I was feeling that emotion of care. And then I was like, what is the definition of care? So I Googled it. And the definition of care is displaying kindness and concern for others. And then I was like, well, what exactly? I know how kindness feels, but what is the definition? And the definition is friendly, generous, and considerate. And so I was thinking about like, how can I be more generous and to show you my care and to like incentivize you, encourage you, especially when you haven't done something like this before. And I know you can feel like a bit nervous about it. So I said, okay, I'm going to give them all the stuff, right? The portal access, attendance to the kickoff, six months of group calls, six months of one-on-one -on -one coaching, plus two bonus one-on-one -on -one calls so that you don't have to wait. Like you're already going to be in the portal. You're already going to start having transformation, but how fun if we can start talking now, right? So immediately after your completed registration, as long as you complete everything within seven days, you will get two extra one-on-one -on -one calls with me that you can schedule right after your registration. Okay. So you want to go ahead to the link now in your email to apply now. And it is organic roots. Let's see if I can organic roots slash mastermind dash application one. So if you don't have it in your email, you can just type it in in the URL there organicroots.com slash mastermind dash application one. And if you have any problem, just email us organicrootsva at gmail.com. Now, the reason why you want to go ahead and do that now is because you have seven days to complete your registration. So you're going to submit it. And then it's going to take a couple of days for us to review applications and to send out acceptance letters. The application, you have a few questions because I don't take everybody into the masterminds. I'm, I want to make sure that I can help you, right? So I'm looking for specific things 
And if you are accepted into the group, and it is also limited space, right? I can only coach so many people. So if you are accepted, you will receive an acceptance letter on Friday. When you fill out the application, you submit a $1,000 deposit. If you are not accepted, you get your deposit back. If you are accepted, you will receive your letter with your contract and invoice for the remaining 4,000 to pay. And when you complete all that within seven days, you get the link for the extra calls, okay? So now it's time while you're applying, don't close me out completely so that you can ask some Q&A. So you can just type it into the box. You, I'm the only one who's gonna see it. You can also type it in anonym, anonymously. So you can ask any questions that you have there. And I'm just gonna take a, another drink of water while you guys are typing your questions in. Okay, is it better to attend the live event virtually or in person? It It's really up to you. I mean, I would definitely not postpone doing this to start creating more of the life that I love and feeling more um, mentally free and in control of my life. I would not wait if there's for some reason, um, there's a reason why you can't attend live. You can attend virtually, right? And that's the kickoff. And then we have six months together. If you can attend in person, definitely attend in person. Then you get to have like that power of proximity of just feeling everybody's energy, being together in the same space, touching, you know, being human, right? Giving each other hugs, all of these things. Okay, what do you look for in the application? In the application, I'm mostly looking for um, I want to see what it is that you're trying to get, like what results you're looking for, what goal you want to look, what you're looking for. And I'm looking for the willingness to be all in. Okay. That's really it. That's all that I'm looking for. Okay. What are most of the women like in the mastermind? Okay. All right. And I'm going to go back to that one. So most of the women are open. They come in feeling a bit nervous, right? Especially it's, if it's their first time. So they like step in with a, like a little bit of nervousness. And this is what they all told, told me. And then like right away, it just like settles down because there's the warmth and the togetherness, right? Um, the goal, you know, from their business to being peaceful, to um, having more impact with their nonprofits, to losing weight. The specific goal doesn't really matter because the process is the same. It's using our thoughts, our feelings, our actions to have more control to create our results. Okay. So if you're like, if you're a little bit like, will I fit in? I would just ask myself, am I willing to step into a new group? Like, can I, can I be a little nervous and do it anyways? And as long as you're like, you can, you can be a little nervous, you'll be fine. You'll be, you'll be great. Okay. So let me read the next one. You have two masterminds, this one and the entrepreneur one. Can you speak to the other one slightly? I'm not sure what my single focus is. And I wonder if the other one would be a better fit. Okay. So yes, I have two masterminds. This one is the Women Entrepreneurs Mastermind. It is for all women and it is for any goal. And then I also have the Women Entrepreneurs Mastermind that is for women entrepreneurs. 
Okay. So that, and it's also for women entrepreneurs who have made at least $25,000 in their business. So it's for established businesses and that's 25 K in the past 12 months. So you need to be an established business in order to apply for that mastermind, that mastermind. Some of the things overlap. We go more specific into business strategy of helping more people and creating a more profitable, but profitable business. Mastermind. There are people also in this mastermind who are working on their businesses, but they are smaller businesses. They haven't yet made 25K in 12 months. Uh, maybe they're a startup or they're just smaller or they've been kind of a hobby and now they want to grow them. And then after they hit that 25K, they would go into the business mastermind. Okay. Or for women entrepreneurs. Okay. Any other questions? I love because some of them are going to Q&A and some are going to comment. So I'm just going to make sure. Okay. Can, do you think that I could do this on my own? Great question. I think this is something that probably a lot of us think about. Like I should just try it on my own first, right? I haven't tried it on my own, but the answer is you have tried it on your own and have you already accomplished it? Right? So we, I do think that a lot of times we can do these things, you know, certain things on our own. Say you want to lose weight and you're like, okay, I'm going to get that app Noom and I'm going to do these things and I'm going to do it on my own. And I think that, you know, you can have success that way, but a lot of times the main difference is it takes longer. And when there's challenge, you're more likely to quit on yourself right? Because you don't have that encouragement when it's hard. You don't have some, someone reminding you of who you are. Like, hey, I know it's hard, but you can do this. Like, I believe in you. I know you can do this. And then also having um, that, just that support, right? So the support, the knowledge of like, I've been here before. Like when you're in a, if, if somebody's in a hole and you're trying to figure out how to get out of this deep hole and say it's like old, old dried up well, if you've never gotten out of a well before, you may eventually be able to get out, but it's going to be extremely draining and challenging versus someone who's like, I have done this before and they're at the top and they're like, look, I'm going to tell you exactly how you're going to get out of this hole. You're going to, you, there's a stick down there. Can you find a stick? And if not, I'm going to throw you a stick. You don't have a stick. Okay. Here's a stick. And then you're going to start to like carve into the sides and you do one here and then two feet apart and then three feet up like this. And then you're going to start to wedge your way out. And as soon as you get to the top where you can reach me, I'm going to pull you the rest of the way out. It's totally different, right? Because you have somebody who knows the process of how to create any result. So could you do it on your own? If you had, if you could, you probably already would have. And even if you did, like, I, I want to believe in you, right? I want to believe that you could do it. It's just much more, it's much better with the support of someone who's already done it. Okay. What other questions you, do you ladies have? What do we get with the 5k? Okay. So what you get is Really, you're getting freedom, right? You're getting mental freedom. You're getting the the knowledge and the experience and the application of how to create any result in your life. So you know when we had like the circumstance, thought, feeling, result, and all of that, whatever the result is that you want, you're going to figure out how to create that. Once you've done that with that one thing, you're going to know how to do it for the rest of your life and with everything else. Besides that, 
you're getting the member portal access with the entire process that you have access to immediately after acceptance. You get attendance to the live kickoff event in July, and then you get six months of group calls of masterminding and two one-on-one -on -one calls a month for the six months. Okay. So that completes our masterclass on how to stop feeling overwhelmed and how to coach yourself. Now you have all this valuable information that you can start applying today. If you want to get into this and really work on this at a deep level, go to the application, apply. I can't wait to read your applications and support you on an amazing journey of growth. Namaste.